Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Influencer Podcast. I'm so excited for today's guest, Kat Gaskin, because we've kind of been on each other's radars for a few years now. We actually met virtually back in 2017. She has an incredible business that we are going to go through and share with you guys today that is truly amazing because she started online, then she actually created a profitable business from it. She walks us through how she did that, all with content planning. So today's episode is for those people who feel completely unorganized all over the place and need help with getting a good content plan and strategy going. That is what Kat does. She's the founder of The Content Planner, and it all stemmed from her needing to do this herself. So Kat shares how to create a plan for your blog and content planning, why using a physical plan Planner is great for organizing your content and exactly how to use it, the benefits for planning out content ahead of time and how to do it, and then how to figure out the best content to create when you're first starting out or when you're pivoting and you're getting to a new stage in your business and you're growing. Now, Kat shares a really cool hack here that I want to make sure that you guys keep your ears peeled for and maybe even have a notebook ready to write down. And then, of course, we get down into the nitty-gritty back end of Kat's business, the content planner. She shares exactly how she launched a 100,000 profitable e-commerce product after many years of not launching with success at all. So she actually walks us through every single year how she launched, the challenges and successes of both, and how she finally got to that six-figure launch. And then she shares the biggest challenge to actually launching physical products. So if you are someone who has this idea of a physical product that you're wanting to get out into the world, she shares kind of her journey with that and how to overcome some of those challenges that she faced that you may come to find as well. So let's dive in. Welcome to the Influencer Podcast. I'm your host, Julie Solomon, a marketing strategist, brand building expert, speaker, and New York Times bestselling publicist. This is where I take you behind the scenes with today's top influencers, industry insiders, and entrepreneurs as they share step-by-step strategies to help you turn your online dreams into a purposeful and profitable business. Hey, Kat, it's awesome to have you on with us today. Hey, Julie. I am so looking forward to this. I feel like it's been years in the making. I know. I'm really excited for this too. I mean, I know I've known of your com- your brand, your company, The Content Planner for a few years now, and I'm really excited today to dive into really all of this, um, you know, from, from the idea to the, the system uh, of what The Content Planner is and to actually creating a really successful e-commerce from it. So, if you just want to dive into, you know, where did this idea of creating a place where people can plan their content more effectively come from? Yeah. And first of all, before I get into that, thank you so much for having me. Thank you to everyone tuning in right now, giving us your time, giving us your space. I'm so looking forward to this and I can't wait to, you know, give you all of my secrets. So initially, when I thought of the idea of the content planner, this was back in, I would say 2015, early 2016. I have always been a planner. I've always been writing in a daily agenda. So planning and writing things down and goal setting comes very naturally naturally to me. I've been using a daily planner every day since high school, which was you know 20 plus years ago. And once I entered the space of Instagram and emails. And when I started my personal brand, Salty Pineapple, so my personal Instagram account is at Kat Gaskin. 
I wanted to show up in a way that was very intentional and I wanted to, you know, grow my brand. I wanted to work with different companies and be hired as a photographer. Cause at the time I was a content creator and my background is in graphic design. So visually Instagram for me was it. I loved the platform and I love how you can simply share a photo and a few words and really reach and connect with your ideal target audience, your ideal community. And so when I started really getting into Instagram, I was like, why isn't there a planner where I can write this down? I'm planning everything else. I'm planning out my day, my to-do lists. I'm planning out my workouts and my meals and my appointments. But why am I not writing down what I'm going to post for the day? And so I went on Google and I was like, content planner. Like I looked up content planner. And to my surprise, there was nothing on the market that existed So being a graphic designer, being a business owner, being a freelancer at the time, I was fully self-employed. I was like, you know what? I'm just, I'm just going to do it. I'm going to put something together that would keep me organized because being a graphic designer, it came really easy to me what this system would look like. And just with the way my brain operates and what I had been doing as a content creator for the past three years... I wanted to put everything that I learned into a physical planning system. And so I researched, there was nothing that existed. I dove headfirst. I actually have no experience in e-commerce, in marketing, in business. So everything that I've learned up until this point has been completely self-taught, including like fulfillment and shipping out planners myself and customer service. So I'm very open with that, especially within my community. So the way that it actually started was from me seeing a problem that I had myself, doing my research online, and then committing fully 100,000% to designing and launching this product. I feel like it always starts that way. Yeah. You know, it's like I go and search for something that I need myself. I can't find it. So I create it. Yeah. I know. And I honestly, I have this idea where I want to launch hoodies where you can fit your bun through the top because I don't know if anything like that exists. No. Which would be so useful. Right? So, So how does it work? How does the content planner work? Yeah. So the content planner is the first and only physical planner for your blog and social media content. If you are a business owner, you're a coach, if you use social media to spread awareness around your services, your products, your blog content, you have to show up with some sort of strategy. And the way that the content planner works, it's a 15-month planner. So it covers 15 months. It's completely fillable, meaning it comes with stickers to set up the months and also tabs that you can set up along uh, each monthly spread. And it also comes with social media stickers, stickers to plan out your blog posts and when you're going to be sending out emails. And it's a planning system for you to write down exactly what you're going to post, when you're going to post, and where you're going to post. And I realized using it every day, because I use my product every day on my business for the content planner, I honestly don't know what I would do without it because you know, we've all been there where we're holding our phones and we're like, okay, what am I going to post right now today at 5 PM? And we all know that feeling of either being really stressed or feeling kind of doubtful of, are we showing up in our best way that we possibly could or rushing to put some kind of post together and kind of shooting 
uh, like from the hip with our content, which for me doesn't work because I need to be able to provide value to my community. So by having the content planner, I'm able to write down what I'm going to be posting week to week, as well as planning out my launches. So I launched virtual workshops for the content planner, as well as every year I do a huge pre-sale for the content planner. And we all know your emails have to be on point down to the very like hour or two hours before you open cart. So writing all of that down is going to give you this solid strategy and plan so that you know exactly what you're going to post, you know when you need to create content, and of course, you know when the sales are going to come in because you're showing up with more of an intention. So in summary, the content planner, it's a physical paper planning system where you write down exactly what you're going to post on your social media accounts. And why would you say using something physical, like having a physical planner, why would you say that is the most optimal thing for organizing your content and your blog content? Yeah. And, and that's such a great question. I know there's always the big debate of digital versus paper, more analog. And I'm of the school where I say, do what works for you. Find what works for you in terms of your planning and your even just your critical thinking and your creativity. I know with my community, especially, we're all those pen to paper people. We love the satisfaction of crossing off our goals when we've reached them or even just ticking off our to-do lists. And there is science-based studies that have proven writing things down have so many benefits, including increased inspiration and creativity. You increase your productivity because you find that your ideas are constantly flowing as opposed to just sitting in front of a laptop all day wondering what to post. And you're also learning and practicing, like you're analyzing and you're really, really thinking, okay, what am I going to post? So you get more strategic. Putting pen to paper as well, you're more likely to stay on track with your goals and you're more likely to stay motivated because the act of writing something down imprints it on your brain more effectively than actually typing something out. So there's two pieces. There's the piece where, yes, science has proven that writing things down, you're more likely to accomplish your goals and also have that feeling of satisfaction once you achieve them. And secondly, for me personally, I find that it works with the way that I create, just like journaling or when I'm, you know, brain dumping on a big new project or a new course, I take to pen and paper first, and then I'll translate that into a a digital format. My friends, have you ever thought that you have done the hard part? You have started your business and you have taken that leap from belief into really stepping out and claiming a vision for yourself. But you know that if you want to make money doing what you love, you need other support. You need to grow. You need to scale. You need a marketing strategy. You need a lot of this stuff. Now, of course, I talk so much about these things, right? Like how to identify your target audience, where to find them, which marketing channels to focus on. So you're really making the most out of your budget. And of course, how to use things like data to set goals. But there's another great podcast that I love out there that also talks about this stuff. And it's called This is Small Business. 
This is Small Business, an original podcast from Amazon, answers so many of these kinds of questions. Whether you're dreaming of starting your business or you're looking to take a part-time side hustle full-time, or maybe you're a few years in and you're ready to scale. This is Small Business is going to give you the practical tips that you can start using today. And I know that if you love these topics on my podcast, you're going to love them on this one too. Make sure to follow This is Small Business on Apple Podcasts or Spotify so you don't miss these fantastic episodes. And a big thanks to This is Small Business for sponsoring the show. My friends, as creators, we work so hard creating our content. So we don't want to leave it up to things like an algorithm to determine how successful our online brands and businesses can be. And that is why I love Kajabi. Kajabi is the ultimate all-in-one platform that helps creators and entrepreneurs like myself build successful online businesses by unlocking predictable, recurring revenue. And I know they can help you too. No matter your niche, Kajabi makes it easy to turn your skills, your passions, your experiences into enriching offers like online courses, exclusive membership sites, subscription podcasts, communities, personalized coaching, and so much more. What I love about Kajabi is that not only does it make it super easy to use, but they don't take a cut of your revenue because everything is owned and controlled by you. You don't need a huge audience to make a sustainable income online. I talk about that all the time here on the podcast. There are thousands of creators on Kajabi making six and seven figures without having hundreds of thousands of followers, and you can too. Right now, Kajabi is offering a free 30-day trial to start your business Go to kajabi.com slash influencer, that's K-A-J-A-B-I dot com slash influencer. Go to kajabi.com slash influencer and join the creators and entrepreneurs who have made over $7 billion. I would love to know, because I think that 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 is so beneficial. What are some of the benefits that you have heard from customers or just from your own experience of planning out the content ahead of time? Yeah. I mean, the biggest one of all is sales. The the tagline of my business is plan it post a profit. So you plan out your content ahead of time because you have a strategy, you have an intention, you know exactly how you're going to show up and what you're going to say. And then you actually post it because we all know that people's biggest challenges, especially with Instagram and social media is consistency. So when you have a plan, you're more likely to be consistent and to show up on a daily basis and to stick to your posting schedule. And then once you post more consistently and you actually show up for your community in a way that is strategic and on brand, and you're giving tons of value and knowledge, the sales happen. And I've proven that year to year with my launches because I actually don't spend any money on paid Facebook ads. Just this past year, which was my fourth time launching, I find I kind of got into Facebook ads and I spent around $2,000 on Facebook ads. But the years prior to that, I didn't spend anything because content and posting and Instagram and creating a YouTube video, a video or posting something on Facebook, it's free. And we all know as business owners, especially when you're just starting out, your marketing budget doesn't exist. It's literally do everything you can for the biggest return on your investment. So for me, the biggest benefit of planning is the actual sales and the return on your content. Because we all know this is how people are going to find you nowadays. It's not just enough to you know have a local community. You need to reach a global audience. So 
first benefit is money, sales, return on investment, and the actual money that's going back into your pocket from the content that you're sharing. And second of all, I love the confidence that it gives you as a business owner, because you're not just, you know, shooting from the hip and posting on the fly and kind of rushing to put something together. You're spending time thinking, okay, what would my ideal target audience, what would she like to see from me? What would he like to see from me? What would they like to hear from me? And how can I give that to them in a very visually strong and a clear way. And that's what planning can do for you. We all know that, especially when you run a business, you have to have a plan. And I don't want to look back, you know, two years from now or five years from now or 10 years from now and say, wow, I'm at the very same place I was 10 years ago with my business. And this is why the content planner has done so well, because I plan everything. I track it and I make sure that month to month I am showing up intentionally. And I'm very confident in that because I know that I've spent time even before I hit post on actively thinking, okay, what, what do my people want to see from me? What can I do to help them? And then I simply serve it up to them. Mm. And for, for those people who are like, okay, I get that cat. Like I get, Mm. I get the benefits. I get, you know, how to create it, but how do I figure out the best content to actually create whether I'm first, like if I'm just starting out or maybe I've been at this for a while and I'm starting to grow my brand and my messaging and I'm pivoting a little bit, how do I figure out the best content to create to actually plan properly? Yeah, absolutely. And I'll share with you in the community, my number one resource for content ideas, which is usually people's biggest challenge in addition to consistency and sticking to their plan is, okay, now how the heck do I figure out what to post? And it's simple. I always look to my community and their feedback on what I should be posting. So what I always tell people to do is either on stories or in a caption or in a piece of email marketing, or maybe in Facebook, or maybe you're going to DM this to them. This one key question that I always tell people to post either once a month or like once every two months or once every week is what is your one biggest either struggle, pain point, challenge, problem with blank? And in the blank space, you insert your expertise. So for for me, for the content planner, I'm constantly asking my community on Instagram because that's my main platform for interacting with my community. I'm just like, hey, everyone, what is your biggest challenge when it comes to content planning? And I either put that in a question sticker or I just put it as a question. And then I say, DM me your answers. I would love to help you out. I'm trying to figure out what kind of content I should be sharing. And if your community, if you've done the work and if they are very engaged with you, you'll start to get a few answers. And with those answers, you can then reverse engineer them into like copy, like copywriting for your sales page. You can reverse engineer them into Instagram captions. And you can also really figure out, oh, well, the community seems to really be struggling with content ideas for their content planning. So maybe I should put together a content ideas course to teach them how to find content ideas for their businesses, for example. So the question again is, what is your one? You don't want to say 10. You don't want to say five. You don't want to say what is your biggest struggle. You just want to say one. 
Because if you give them a number, then it makes it a lot easier for them to say, oh, I know my one biggest struggle. You don't want to just open up the gauntlet and have them tell you like 10 different problems. <laughs> right. So say, what is your one biggest, you can say struggle, pain point, challenge, problem with blank and blank is your expertise. And for me, my expertise is content planning, content marketing, content ideas. And I simply post that question. People send me their answers. I record all the answers in a Google document. And then whenever I'm stuck for content ideas, I'll revisit that document and say, okay, well, Sheila talked to me about how she doesn't have time because she's a mom of three kids and she simply can't carve out the actual time to sit down with her planner. So when I'm writing my next Instagram caption, I'm going to think of Sheila and I'm going to literally use her exact wording and say something like, let's say you're a mom with three kids and you simply can't find the time to plan. How do you carve out 30 minutes of your day to prioritize your content marketing? Here are my five tips. And that could be an Instagram caption. Does that make sense? Totally makes sense. And I, I love that like question hack. Like what is your one biggest challenge struggle with blank? And from that, you're going to get so many content ideas to share with your audience. I love that. Are you someone that is maybe new to this game and you see all of these people online monetizing their Instagram, monetizing their blog and wondering, hey, how the heck are they actually doing this? Or are you someone that has maybe been at this for a while now and you just kind of feel stuck? Well, let me come in and help you. One of the ways that I do that is through my brand new free class that I just created that teaches you how to land big brand deals in five simple steps, even if you've never done it before, and even if you think you have too small of a following. I walk you through so many steps that are incredible and they're going to get you the results that you want immediately. Head on over to pitchitperfect.net slash masterclass for all the details. I want to talk about creating products and services because you essentially, you took an idea and you created a product around it based off of the needs and the, de and the demands that you knew that your customer and audience needed and really off of the needs and demand that you originally needed. But creating a product and actually launching it successfully year over year over years are two very different things. I would love for you to kind of share, and I'm sure there's been so many, you know, A, how have you been able to successfully launch an e-commerce product? Um, you recently had a $100,000 launch. And as you said, with no Facebook ads, which props to you, because that is extremely hard to do with no paid ad ads behind you. I spent um, like 2000. That was the year I spent 2000, which but is all, nothing. I know people who spend 30,000 on Facebook ads and they might get a 100 K oh, launch. There's no right? way. I, I'd rather a trip to Hawaii, honestly. Right. So, I mean, so there's a magic there and you talked about how, mm -hmm. you know, it's for you, it's higher volume. It's this product. You, you don't, you don't really need the ads to help you convert because you've got, you know, your, your content system in place. Mm -hmm. Um, so with that said, you know, how were you able to successfully launch the, the, the most recent one to be a six figure and, and how was that different than the previous launches? Um, and, you know, feel free to share whatever numbers you feel comfortable sharing or not sharing, but I would just love to know, you know, how have you been able to do this and then really kind of tweak it to, uh, to, to be more successful year over year? Yeah, absolutely. And I will try to be as short as possible because my launches, I've actually been doing them since 2016. So it's now 2020 and I'm going into my fifth year of launching. 
And for the record, for anyone who's listening, who's launching a product, especially through e-com, it is not easy and it takes a lot of time. So I want you to have a lot of patience with yourself when it comes to your launches, because I know it can be really intimidating seeing all these other people saying, oh yeah, I just did my six figure launch. I just did, you know, five figures. And I was totally in that group of people who won. I had no idea how to launch something. I had a product and I knew that eventually one day I wanted to get to the big sales numbers. So I can share my launch numbers with you. I'm really transparent with that stuff. So the first launch I did in 2016, when I first, first launched the planner, I did $0, like plain and simple. I launched it and literally crickets. I heard nothing. Nobody was buying my product that first year. And I was like, okay, this was a huge learning lesson. Which is great. I know. I know. I love, yeah. I love those launches. It's like I launched and made it's nothing. Like it's like, great. Now tell yeah. me everything that you learned. Right. Yeah. And that was it. Like, I was like, thank God. All My biggest thing was just to simply launch. I didn't even have a sales goal because when you're going to launch your product for the first time, I like to use the analogy of starting a fire. You know, when you're starting a fire in those first few seconds of getting the spark to really catch you're doing so much. You're breathing really hard. You're like rubbing the two sticks together. You're doing most of your work in that very first few minutes before the spark kind of hits. So first year, $0. That was 2016. 2017 was the year when I said, okay, I have a year under my belt. Let me actually use the content planner to plan out my launch. And my goal was $10,000. I wanted to do my first 5k launch or five-figure launch, sorry. And I did it. I did $12,000 for then that first launch where I actually had a plan. So I went from $0 one year and then a whole year of building community, building on my email list, I did $12,000. And then fast forward to the next year, because I launch it every year, I did $42,000 in sales. So that was in 2018. And then from that point, which is 2018, then fast forward to 2019, which was the pre-sale you were talking about with the $100,000 launch, that was my most successful launch. So if you look at a big picture, it actually took me four years. And I don't want people to forget that time and hard work will always guarantee you success. Like I'm not the the kind of person who's going to say, oh yeah, like it just happened overnight and I don't know what happened. I just launched this thing and it caught like wildfire. Like that's definitely not me. I've been so strategic from the beginning since 2016. So that was, you know, four and a half years ago of every single day. All I do is wake up and I think about how can I serve my community with my Instagram content? And if I can think about the one thing that really helped my launches is my content plan. So my launches are usually in September and the entire month of August, all I do is talk about my pre-sale every single day, almost to the point where I'm annoying people with my pre-sale. I'm like, Hey, Thursday, September 12th at 5 PM pre-sale time. The next day I say the exact about same thing. Them. Right. No, at all. So, so how do you, cause it's, I know a lot of people that are listening are probably like, Oh, but I don't want to annoy anybody. I don't want to put them off. I don't want them to unfollow me because I'm talking about it every day. Yeah, no, th- those people can can leave the premises. Yes. They can unfollow me if they want. <laughs> Please, I give, right. yeah, 
I could give zero Fs about the people who call me annoying. Also, I've never actually been called annoying. So I feel like, especially within the female entrepreneurial space, we're always so afraid to speak up and to speak louder, especially for our businesses. And I'm like, who is the person that is telling us to be quiet? And it's usually ourselves. So this year, especially, and last year, I've just been so unapologetic with how I'm showing up. I don't care if you find me annoying, but I'm going to be the one to make $100,000. I don't know what you're going to do, but I'm on Instagram to build my business and to make money because it's free. And I love what I do. And I'm not going to let the fear of being judged by someone else stop me from growing my business, you know? So I make sure I show up every single day. I usually do it for about 30 days because sure you know this, people are so distracted and they forget a lot of the times if something is going to be on sale or if something is going to be launching. You really have to beat it into people's brains that your product is launching. And this is when it goes on sale. This is the exact, this is the exact time, et cetera, et cetera. So it does take a while for you as a business owner to really get into people's heads. So I take a month prior to my pre-sale and every single day, especially in my content planner, I write down, what am I going to post today? That's going to relate to the content planner. Maybe it's going to teach them what it is. Maybe it's going to tell them the story of how I created the planner. Maybe it's going to like share, maybe I'm going to share with them my top three tips on how to stay consistent, et cetera, et cetera. So that by the end of those 30 days, all of my people are like itching to buy my product. What I find a lot of people do, the biggest mistake that people make is they don't post about it enough before they actually launch. They just launch it and they're like, oh, well, I only did two sales. So I guess my product sucks. I'm like, no, you just didn't remind people enough, you know? Right. I love that. And what have you found to be the biggest challenge with launching a physical product? Fulfillment, hands down. Shipping. USPS, Canada Post, like getting it out to my customers. That for me has been the biggest challenge. Like for all of my product-based entrepreneurs who are listening, my biggest advice, especially knowing that fulfillment is probably going to be your biggest challenge as well. And like hitting the deadlines is in January, I plan out my entire manufacturing timeline for the year. So I know that, okay, now is the time, um, like this is June. So I know that my files to my printer need to be in by this date. And then I'll give 30 days for printing, 30 days for shipping. I need another, you know, two, three weeks for my warehouse to pack all the orders so that this way in January, I already have a timeline instead of, oh yeah, I think it's June. So I want to launch a planner in 30 days. Like it's just not going to happen that way. So one, always have a timeline and two, always add an extra month onto all of your deadlines because, you know, I've had packages be stuck in New Zealand in the middle of the ocean and have, you know, no contact with anyone or have any updates. Or I've had, you know, UPS lose one of my packages that were pivotal to packing my pre-orders. So you want to leave enough time because delays will happen a hundred percent. Like you can put me on the record for that. And you don't want to be stuck with, you know, thousands or hundreds of your customers saying, 
hey, Kat, like, where is my product? I pre-ordered it two months ago and it's still not here. Like being in that position really sucks. And I've been there and I've been through it pretty much almost every year. So if I can offer any advice to people in the product-based industry is one, create your timeline for your manufacturing and also add on an extra month at the end. I love that. Thank you so much for that. Um, And what's to come with the content planner? What's next? Oh, there's so much. Like I, I feel like I finally, you know, done. I've like paid my dues when it comes to e-commerce, and I'm now working on. I'm of course launching the next one this September, and the community has voted in the colors. So every year, the community votes in the next colors for the content planner. So I'll be revealing those in July, the new color combinations, and I'll also be launching group coaching. I have virtual workshops coming. I would love to offer some sort of mastermind, and then once the pandemic is over and everything's kind of gotten back to normal. I would love to get back to running my content planner retreats, which is a three to four day experience where, you know, community members come together in a very like small and intimate environment. We plan and we learn together and we have a private chef and it's usually in some really beautiful mansion and we come together and connect. So I really love those in-person experiences. I mean, even more now. So I will still have the planner for sale. And now I'm working on expanding more of the education side of the business. Amazing. I love that. Um, Kat, what does influence mean to you? Influence means to me is one, holding your values like as a pillar for not only your business, but also yourself and using those values to inspire people to practice critical thinking. Hmm. I love that. All right. So for those listening today, I know we covered a lot. It was so it's a great. lot. <laughs> I love it. No, I just, I love all the tacticals and the strategy and just, and, and the transparency and the honesty. Thank you so much for walking us through, you know, your years of, of launching. Um, so for those who like today's episode, as always, you can screenshot today's episode, tag me, uh, hashtag the influencer podcast. And then of course you can tag Kat. Kat, which, which platform would you like them to tag? Yeah, I would love for you to tag at the content planner. That's the bread and butter of, you know, my content marketing. It's where I have the biggest community of all of my customers and all of our fellow planners. So if you love this episode, I would love, I would love for you to tag us. Yes. We want to know what you loved most about today's episode. Tag us, let us know your thoughts. And then Kat, it is the contentplanner.com, right? If they want to go Absolutely. and actually buy this thing, because I know that so many of our listeners have this problem of <laughs> getting a good plan in place for their planning, knowing what to say, knowing when to say it, you know, being organized. And this is the solution for that. So thank you so much, Kat, for coming on and sharing all of this goodness with us today. Yeah, Julie, anytime. I would love to come back anytime and hang out with your community. All right, that is it for today. Now, as you know, some of our best conversations actually happen after the show. So I want you to find me on Instagram, head on over to our Facebook group at the Influencer Podcast, and let me know your thoughts about today's show. All right, I will see you again, same time, same place next week.